0: I'm your digital pro, Kim Commando, inviting you to join me every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Kim Commando Show, brought to you by Range on 103.9 FM and 9.30 a.m. KROE.
1: Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. If you're looking for a little extra sports
2: coverage in life, you should check out the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast hosted by me, James Timberlake. Every week, we break down some of the biggest stories in the sports world, as well as some other topics along the way. And we'll maybe talk about something random, like how mind-blowing the invention of shoelaces must have been when they first came out. Who knows? For all of your sports jargon and maybe a little extra. Extra. Check out the weekend sports wrap podcast posted every Tuesday wherever you get your podcasts or on SheridanMedia.com. Presented by Jack and Kathleen One at 307 Real Estate and Alpine Climate Control. Hi,
1: I'm Nan with Security State Bank. You can get cash out of the value of your home with a home equity line of credit at Security State Bank. Now through the end of October, qualified applicants receive a fixed low introductory annual percentage rate of 4.99% for the first six months and a fixed APR between 7.18% and 9.69% for 54 months. Security State Bank, your financial partner, offering solutions to meet your financial goals. NMLS 401472, Equal Housing Lender.
3: From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday, your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your hosts for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer.
4: This again, are we here? Check, check, check. Are we here? We are here. There we are. We're on the air and we're live. All righty. Let's see if we can get this going. Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Your chance to talk about whatever you want to talk about, or you can chime in on whatever we happen to be discussing. And the poll question this week, have you got it there, Ron? I
5: certainly do. The first Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question with the recent increase in postal rates, And proposed increases in the coming year, 2024, are you using snail mail more, less, or the same? And uh, 57% of the votes, 146, said um, about the same. 39 less, 39% said less, and then uh, 4% said more. So I figured that's what it would be. It would be either less or about the same. But about the same was 57% of the vote.
4: What about you? Do you even use snail mail anymore?
5: I do. I use it. I use it a lot less. I, I so I would fund, uh, fall under that category, but I still use it. I use it for my eighty-seven-year-old uh, father, who does not know what email is.
4: Right. So well, you got to send letters and postcards. Yes, and, and
5: he sends letters and postcards. I mean, I sent. I, I literally just sent out Halloween cards to my entire family, right? Because you know, Halloween is Christmas. But
4: now yeah. you're Gen X little little younger than me and I am Gen X as well but I'm at the very beginning of it um I use snail mail um still and pay bills whatever and generally when I go out and I open up my mailbox I'm getting junk bills and oh junk. Yeah,
6: okay yeah
5: because we I, I, we get did junk. you go
4: mail or uh, paperless
5: yeah I, I most of my bills are paid online yeah. actually I should say all of them.
4: Most of mine are. I can still pay some of mine on the phone or online. Right. And I, I think I'm going to be doing a lot more online. Was, I'll admit
5: now. I was slow to convert. I, was I mean, to, I, I still paid my my uh, television bill and a couple other bills. And, you know, I just got to the point where, you know, I was writing out checks. I'm like, why do I even have a checkbook? What, what is going on here?
4: I still have a checkbook.
5: I, I have actually I, three
4: checkbooks. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> And but, I've, but I've got cards that go along with them, and I, you know, generally don't, when I go out and shop or whatever, I don't use checks, obviously, especially yeah. if you're going to Billings or Casper or right. anywhere outside of Sheridan-Buffalo area. Ever, ever um,
5: since 20, I don't know, 20 years ago when the check card was kind of the thing, mm-hmm. and I got my uh, first check card and used that to pay for everything, then the checks kind of went by the wayside, and then that's when I started moving towards paying everything online. But I, I, I didn't... Convert right away. I was was a little slow to
4: jump on that. Yeah, wagon. me too. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today is is the postal. There's, a, there's rate increases coming up, so we're going to talk about that. And my take on this is the postal service, and I don't want to pick on the postal service, but we all know that the service that they're providing nowadays is not at the same level it was, say, 20 years uh, ago. Yeah, not even close. Or 30 years ago. And as, as an example, um, if you send a, a letter, even across town, you know, it used to be in Buffalo, as an example, you could, you could put a letter to your girlfriend across town, you know, a card or whatever, and it would get there the next day because local mail was processed in that, in that facility. Now, no. if, you, if you send it, it's got to go to Casper to get processed and come back. That's yeah. a minimum of three days to get delivered. Probably four
5: I have I have had a four month Christmas card, where a Christmas card that was postmarked in December arrived to me in April. But it arrived though. Let's yeah. just say that. I mean, you know, I don't know how many wrong homes it showed
4: up to, or <laughs> and I I get that all the time. You get your neighbor's yeah bill, or which I understand people make mistakes. It's not a big deal, but you know, UPS, FedEx, those services don't do that. Or when they do. You get your stuff.
5: Yeah, it's, it's more of an anomaly. when
4: Right, it them. is. So that's what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about the Postal Service. And uh, if you want to chime in, give us an example of something that happened to you, whatever the case. Numbers are 674-4443 or 672-5763. And again, if you have something you want to talk about, the war in the Middle East, whatever. You know, there's all kinds of stuff going on right now. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after
3: this. Let's talk about tires. Think about snowy, icy roads ahead. Now, think about your current worn tires. How safe does that make you feel? Luckily, Midas Tire & Auto has their best tire sale on brands like Cooper, Hancock, and Toyo, going on this month. Buy three tires, get one free, and up to a $100 rebate on select tires. Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money is optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan.
1: Are you looking for a realtor to assist you in buying your dream home? Or maybe you are looking for a versatile agent to help you navigate through your listing and selling process. This is Katie Losey, and I would love to be that agent for you. I have been part of several real estate transactions ranging from residential home sales, lots and land, as well as listing and selling farm and ranch properties. Please give me a call today at 307-351-3043 so I can assist you in the next chapter of your real estate journey. Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property.
0: A local favorite and staple of Sheridan, Shabby Shack Eatery and Catering is open Wednesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And breakfast and brunch Saturday and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Stop by 330 North Main. Be ready to tantalize your taste buds. Enjoy an updated new menu and refreshing new atmosphere. Come into Shabby Shack Eatery and Catering. Savor the flavor of your favorite eatery in downtown Sheridan
3: a member of the North American Country Music Association International Hall of Fame and one of the most recognized voices in country music. Black
7: coffee, blue morning, toast is burning and the rain keeps pouring,
3: Friday, November 3rd at 7 p.m. Join friends and family for an acoustic evening with Lacy J Dalton at Sheridan's Wild Theater. Oh,
7: but then one night in some empty room where no curtains ever hung. Like a
3: miracle. Tickets available now at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. Lacy J Dalton at the Wild Theater, 7 p.m., Friday, November 3rd.
7: And for a while, they'll go in style on 16th Avenue.
4: Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and we're talking about the Postal Service and their rate increases, and we'll get into that, but I guess we do have a caller. So, Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead.
8: Yeah, good morning. How are you, fellas? Good morning. We're doing well. Thanks. you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, Actually, I've got a couple of things here. You had just mentioned before the break that uh, the post post office service has gone downhill. And I agree with you. In the last 20 years, it's been steadily going downhill, and yet they've increased the prices I don't know what three or four times easy. However, both uh, FedEx and uh, UPS, their service has gone downhill just in the last five years considerably. The last couple of packages I had come uh, from both UPS and FedEx. Um, they they basically bypass Sheridan. They ended up going to Billings and then coming back. A uh, couple of uh, Thanksgivings ago, I had ordered a, a turducken, and it should have been here within two days. It took five, and, of course, it, you know, it was shipped frozen with uh, dry ice, and by that time it was no longer frozen. Uh, but it had gone to Billings and sat in Billings over the weekend, and then it came to Sheridan, and even then it took a whole day. When it got to Sheridan, it took a whole day to be delivered. So, their performance is, certainly isn't stellar at, in any uh, stretch of the imagination, and I I think it's partly because as consumers we allow that to go on. We don't we don't make a big stink about it, <clears throat> and yet we should. We not only should make a big stink, but start figuring out how to hold back payment for that that poor service.
4: Good point. Anyway. Good point. I, and I, let me ask you this, though. Do you think that, because a lot of these issues, I shouldn't say a lot of them, but some issues started with the COVID um, pandemic because people were getting packages. And I think from one thing I was reading, it was like the the amount of packages that were being delivered to homes during COVID just skyrocketed. Yes. They just skyrocketed. Ampli- so some... I, I think it amplified the situation. Right. I don't
5: think it was right. because of COVID. It's been going on like, Uh, Like the gentleman said, for five years, you know, with UPS and FedEx and for probably the last two decades with the Postal Service. But that really kind of amplified it, made it a lot worse. It it just, it got us to a point where now we're, well, we're talking about how bad it is.
4: Right. And I agree. I I was not saying that at all. I was, uh, yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. Just like I said earlier, where, you know, you mail a letter in Buffalo to your girlfriend across town and it's got to go to Casper to get processed. It's crazy. Why... Why does FedEx, if they're driving past the interstate, past Sheridan on the interstate, why are they not dropping those packages in Sheridan before they go on to billings? That's
8: well, that, that was my question as well. And I actually called and complained and asked them why that was. And they said it had to do with uh, contracts that they have with shippers. So I'm assuming huh. they're not using, at least in this part of the country, they're not using their own trucks. They're 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 contracting with other uh, commercial drivers. Trucking okay. Companies to
4: right. do it. Interesting.
8: Anyway, the other thing I wanted to say was now, this is uh, an interesting topic, granted, but I was wondering why, with all this going on in Sheridan County, um, why you don't uh, have poll questions more related to um, concerns. And the one that I'm most interested in, what I would like to see is uh, a poll question related to finding out how people um, or their experiences with the hospital's emergency room or hospital care overall. I would think that would be a more um, uh, germane A poll question for our county especially at at these times the reason i bring that up now is because i've just heard another horror story about the emergency room essentially their poor service nearly killed someone that i know
4: huh this is the first i've heard about
8: this well you bobby i've (laughs) over the last what 15 years i know of at least eight people that have gone to the Sheridan County Emergency Room, and because of their particular processes and services, uh, those people that have damn near died, I know of one that did eventually die, um, and they have come out on <laughs> the back end of it and are now suffering from long-term uh, consequences of that visit and i'm just curious uh if if i just happen to know a lot of people in that situation or if it's uh if it's more endemic than than i anticipate
4: Hmm. interesting well we'll keep that in mind for future uh poll questions for sure and i think it a lot of it i think depends on excuse me depends on who you talk to and because there are certain people in certain communities that won't go to their hometown, quote unquote, uh, emergency room or clinic or, or whatever. doctors. Yeah. It, yeah, they'll they'll choose to go somewhere yes. else for whatever reason. They heard something bad about you or know such and experience. such doctor had a bad experience. Whatever the case, I think you're going to have that in every facility, just because it's the nature of the beast. You know, not every and and we're human and we make mistakes. I get that. So there are going to be issues with. Some treatments that are done, regardless of where they're happening, whether it's Sheridan, Billings, Gillette, Buffalo, doesn't matter. Yeah, You know, people are going to be concerned about going to those facilities. So
5: I'll just say this. Um, The uh, ER team and the team at the cardiac cath lab in Sheridan saved my life. Yeah. I wouldn't be sitting here right now. So, you know, I I take a little bit of issue saying that uh, they're an inept crew. Mm hmm. Because basically, I wouldn't have made it.
4: Right. And I didn't have an experience at the emergency room in Sheridan, but I did have heart issues. I went to the cath lab. Same thing. I have no issues with them at all. I also have, you know, when I go in for my checkups and whatever else, no issues. But there again, I don't have a problem with anybody in Buffalo either.
5: Yes. And and I understand the caller's concern because things happen. Sure. Sure. Not everything is a well-oiled machine
4: all the time. Right. I mean, you can
5: go out and buy a Maserati and the thing can get a flat tire.
4: Or the engine will blow 15 miles after you pick it up.
5: That's kind of the game we call life. Right.
4: So it it would be interesting to find out, but I think there would be, if we had that as a poll question, there would be people that would say, sure. Sure. Trust me, I, I, I know
5: a lot of people that won't go anywhere locally.
4: Right they yeah. go to Billings or Gillette or yes, right, ra- rap- ragged city, <laughs> R- ragged <laughs> then, city, rapid at least, city.
5: At least it's in another state,
4: Aaron. <laughs> right. So, I get that, and 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 that's fine. But I think yeah, it's, you know that's your prerogative. That's yep.
5: and I understand if you have a bad experience or multiple bad experiences. Sure. You know, if I had a few bad experiences,
4: you know, with doctors here or going to the ER, I would probably go somewhere else as well. Or a business in general. You know, if you go somewhere and you get bad service, yep. don't go back. I don't.
5: Yeah. So, so yeah. And, and so I sympathize I sympathize with the caller because if, you know, he's
4: almost losing friends. and Right. Whatnot. Or has lost one. Yeah. One you know, systems. I mean, that's, that's. But that's interesting. That's, well, caller, thank you. You know, we're not trying to downplay your concerns at all. It's And we will keep that in mind for future Uh, poll questions and see, you know, maybe we'll learn something. Mm -hmm. I understand we have another caller. All right, caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead.
0: Yes, good morning, gentlemen, and thank you for taking the call.
4: You bet. Good morning. Um,
0: Yesterday, when the commissioners were on, you might recall I asked Commissioner Siddle regarding the county administrator. I brought that up and briefly touched on the suit brought by the county clerk, an elected official. Uh, She wants her duties back as budget officer. But here is what I wanted to say this morning. Reflecting back on my comments yesterday and the responses, I decided to go look, and I called the Legislative Service Office of the state. And I said, where do I look for Wyoming statutes regarding functions of county government? She directed me to 16 and 18. And so in 18.3.107, okay, what I was able to find there is the Board of County Commissioners of the respective counties may appoint one or more assistants or staff positions whose salaries they shall establish, but it further goes on to say persons appointed to an assistant or a staff position, and that's the vagary of the word there, shall not perform any duties statutorily delegated to any other elected county official. So in taking a bit of a deeper dive, I called uh, Mr. Ryman, Jeremiah Ryman, County Commissioners Association, Cheyenne. It's a lobbying entity for the commissioners. He informed me, Mr. Ryman, he said, Campbell County... Teton County, Lincoln County, and Sublette County have what they have defined as county administrators, such as Sheridan County. I said, do they address the budget, or does their um, uh, county elected clerk address the, the budget? And he said he did not know that. Well, I wanted to reflect on one more thing, and perhaps one of you gentlemen may have some what Commissioner Cox used to call HP, historic perspective. Okay. There was a real Donnybrook over this administrative position when Waters, Whiten, and Cox were our three county commissioners. It led to a DCI investigation, and what had happened, simply, and I'll be succinct, was those three commissioners decided to build what was referred to colloquially as the illegal road and bridge shop. But what it was, was it was not acknowledged formally. It was a big tin building built on the end of Short Road. It was to house our county prisoners because we were ready to undergo a renovation. Uh, Hoffmeyer was newly elected sheriff. um, And he was kind of out of the loop on this thing. Anyway, they were told by Plan 1 architects, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, they're housing people like this at Guantanamo, so you can do it the same thing. You know, if it's good enough for the feds, it's good enough for you. So they built this building up there. Well, the problem was that the building was built, the metal building was provided by Commissioner Waters. That was his business. Commissioner Cox provided the bear cages we were going to house prisoners in. So there was quite a stink on this, and it's going Mm. back to that period of time. It led to a DCI investigation of it. The DCI investigation, um, Commissioner Whiten said, you want to come up and look at it? I said, yeah. They spent a half an hour each with the three commissioners and concluded this. Well, they're guys whose intentions were good. So don't let them be misunderstood. Well, in effect, they did not parse it out. Did Waters make money off this? Did Cox? Probably not. Maybe they did. Who knows? Their intentions were good. And the gentleman did not run again. Mr. Whiten finished out his term. He had two more years to go. I don't believe he was part of this at all. But the problem was we had an administrator who had the rubber stamp to pay the bills, and that was Mike Butcher. Mr. Butcher left, Mr. Waters left, Mr. Cox left. We got new commissioners in. And I believe it was Commissioner Cram who might have been effective in bringing in Mrs. Obermuller to function. So, again, the question here is, in in, in my estimation, you have to let the water bucket sit where it belongs, and it belongs in the clerk's office. If we are still functioning here, where our administrator, bills come in, bills get paid, payroll gets made, and if that is happening up in the county commission office, it is out of sync with standard practices. Now, I myself am going to hopefully make a deeper dive and call these counties Campbell, Teton, Lincoln, Sublette. We know it functions that way here, and find out if they have offloaded their elected clerk's duties to the budget to their administrators. That's succinctly the question. And the reason I feel this is important or why I kind of uh, bring it up is the state fire marshal and electrical inspector are the ones that put the kibosh on that building on shore, and it's still up there. I forget what they're using it for now. I forget what, they, what they've got going on up there now. But that was constructed specifically to put prisoners, county prisoners, in bear cages. To, uh, to be able to use a the bathroom, they would have had to have unlocked them individually, one by one, taken them to a trailer outside the building with restroom facility. Um, it just was so, so... Uh, off page that when the fire marshal and electrical inspector came in boom it was shut down they were never notified so I only reference this because what goes around can come around and if you tolerate a situation in your county where maybe you're doing the things maybe just a little bit wrongy because it's a little bit more convenient I would love to understand from our commissioners now do they feel that they really want to carry the budget water the water bucket for the for the county and if one remembers it was not too long after that that audrey coltiska killed herself she was the clerk uh former county attorney mr riedel came in on her with an audit group out of um, cheyenne they were there from 10 o'clock to one o'clock the word came that she had killed herself she was accused accused by three employees of petty theft stealing from the little cash box the little petty theftness of things they never really finished that audit Riedel came back and said go back to cheyenne it was never completed so oh,
4: so, 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 so caller what should we do in this instance then
0: i kind of think that what the people need to understand is to a certain extent why don't you engage locally We've got an awful lot of, I've noticed our local newspaper here is now swinging over to, here's a story from Cody, here's a story from Teton County, and there's a story from almost everywhere but here. And I got to thinking, it's a kind of gaslighting, you know. Oh, look at what happened over here in Cody. Oh, my goodness, look what happened down. Okay, they cover, they bring in stories from out-of-county journalists now. And, yes, they do cover the local. They've got a couple of reporters that that are to cover local. But they've lost. I don't maybe Maybe this Saturday. I don't know. They don't have anybody writing the paper anymore. I think we're being gaslighted a little bit here, and it reminds me of years ago there was a a very – many books were published. It was uh, Garrison Keillor, I think was his name, Lake Wobegon. All of our women are strong. Our men are good-looking, and our children are above average. But we're starting to be a very highly socially organized, lots of nonprofits help in this regard. And I almost said one day, maybe we should call ourselves Sherry Bow, a combination of Sheridan and Bozeman. Let's just call ourselves Sherry Bow. But we're not engaging locally. To, to keep concentrating, I'm not, I'm not saying don't care about what happens internationally but look at your own backyard go to a meeting attend it my god those people with the saws water delivery system possible transfer
4: okay caller i'm going to shut you down right there we need we've got more callers and we need to take a break i'm sorry but thank you so much for the call um and always next week We have another call? Okay, let's go to the next caller. Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead.
7: Hey, thanks for taking my call so much. Yeah. It's a great show. Um, I was listening to your Postal Service UPS talk, and you had a gentleman about the hospitals call in. Right. And I was wondering if you can get me to him because... I feel like we're supposed to that's why I heard this this morning. I don't usually listen to you. my husband always talks about you, but um is there any hopefully way in we a good way a
4: hold of each other? <laughs> well, we don't Are know me- who he is, but if a caller if you were the one that called in and talked about uh the issues with Sheridan Hospital, please call in and hopefully our our screener, Mr. Trevor, can get a number and And uh, we'll turn you back over to Trevor, and maybe he can get your phone call or something. That's
7: super, because we need to get together. I've been trying to uh, find out more information about this very topic for the last year.
4: Okay. Hopefully the caller will call in, and he can give his information, and we'll try to get you involved. Okay. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, Jackson Electric, Open Line Friday. We're going to take a break. We'll come back right after this.
1: the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all. Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main and Sheridan.
3: Come to u for unparalleled bird hunting at Clear Creek Hunting. Guided and unguided pheasant hunts are available and open from now through March. Enjoy groomed hunt fields with perfect cover and plenty of birds to ensure you and your group a successful hunt. Now's the time. Call Clear Creek Hunting today, 737-2237, to get your reservations in early while the birds last. Because when they're gone, they're gone. The best place to hunt. Clear Creek Hunting in u Chris Hayden with Wearing
4: Chevrolet. Fall means football, hunting, and a lot more, so make sure your tires are ready for the road. Bob, bring your vehicle in, and we'll help you select the right tires from a host of top tire brands. All of our tires come with a price match guarantee. Provide us with a better price at the time of purchase, and we'll match it. If you find a better price within 30 days of the purchase, we'll refund the difference. That's how confident we are. You can't beat our tire prices. Wearing Chevrolet, 107 East Alger, online at
2: Wearingsheridan.com.
3: Hi, this is Elizabeth.
2: And JT with Ebia Hearing & Sound. Hearing well is living well, and we're here to help.
3: Not only are we able to provide premier hearing aid technology with Bluetooth and AI, but we can address the environment in which you are hearing.
2: Our sound consultation services tailor solutions to fit your needs. Whether at work, at church, or at home, if you're struggling to hear, we can help.
3: Call Ebia Hearing & Sound today, 674-8920. That's 674-8920.
6: Little known fact, The Thing started out as just a stagehand before he became an actual co-star of the Adams Family. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, the same goes for those used war befores, motorcycles and snowmobiles that are just gathering cobwebs around your place. Maybe you don't go haunting anymore. I mean hunting anymore. hando Service Center will buy your used machine and give it a new life. Disclaimer, and those used 4 are not actually haunted and the ghost-repellent kit is for entertainment purposes only.
3: Where can you watch entrepreneurs compete for a share of $100,000, eat and drink lots of deliciousness, and learn about the newest startups in Sheridan County? The Wyo Theater, that's where. Jessica Madden here from Impact 307 announcing that the Sheridan Startup Challenge Pitch Night will be showcased on Wednesday, November 1st at 5.30 p.m. There is no cost to attend and the premier event is open to the public. Please join us as we support local businesses, vote for your favorite startup idea, for the Audience Choice Award and stick around for the reception and winner announcements all at the Wyo Theater, November 1st.
4: Jackson Electric, Open Line Friday. Numbers to call if you got something that you want to talk about or chime in on what we're going to discuss here directly. 674-4443 or 672-5763. And the poll question again was talking about the postal Increase rate increases, which one took effect in July, and apparently there's another one coming in January of 2020.
5: So early 2024, what was that? I, I, I don't even know what was the increase in July. I mean, I, I use it, I don't so. Sparing, here. I mean, was
4: um, it? It went to 66 cents in July. I know that from whatever now, it was, like the before. cost of
5: like priority mail and whatnot that's went up as well, correct? Yes. Yes. Letters, um, certified and all that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Domestic postcards went up, international postcards and international letters have all gone up and the planned increase that's supposed to take a pl- take place, excuse me, in 2024 letters, uh, one ounce or less, uh, are up to one ounce, 68 cents. So it's going to go up by two cents. Letters that are metered, one ounce, 64 cents, up from 63. Domestic postcards go from 51 to 53 cents. International postcards go from $1.50 to $1.55. International letters, one ounce, 150, and up to 155 as well. So these, we've already had an increase this year. And so I guess they're waiting till January 21st, so it won't technically be in the same year.
5: You you know, I I agree there are increases, but... Those are pretty nominal increases. I mean, those are pretty. I mean, it, it, I mean, if, if people are out there complaining about the cost of postal service, but then they're paying twelve dollars a beer, I mean, what the? I mean, seriously, <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, right? You know, you're complaining about sixty-nine cents, but you're paying twelve dollars for a beer that's that costs twelve dollars to make the whole keg. You know, right? I mean, and what?
4: But, but when you talk about let's. Look not even in our lifetimes, Ron, but let's look in the last ten years. How many rate increases have gone into effect in the last 10 years? A Quite lot. a few. Oh yeah. That's what that's what the whole point is. Yeah, sure. The increments are not that great. But when you look at, okay, over the last 10 years, we're looking at, you know, oh what, twenty five cents probably? I'm guessing. I don't know for sure. But it's been a significant jump in the last 10 years. And everybody say, well, that's the cost of inflation and blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, yeah. sure.
5: The, to me, we're getting inflated to death.
4: I agree. That's the that's the go-to that, that everybody, you know.
5: Yes. It, everyone it, goes it, to the,
4: oh, it's inflation. It, 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 and the well, sad
5: thing about it is we as a society have accepted it. Right. We just lay down
4: like a dog. They're blaming inflation, but yet it, they're giving us inflation. Yes.
5: <laughs> it's... <laughs> And I'm tired of, you know, I'm a little tired about the people blaming the pandemic. It's like, get off that train.
4: Well, here's the interesting part. I got onto the Postal Service website. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. And this is the interesting thing. And I'm not trying to pick on the Postal Service or anyone local because, you know, my, my postal dude, that shows up at the house. He's a great guy.
5: Oh, we have our the the lady that brings our stuff. The Chihuahuas love her.
4: Uh huh. Well, so not it's really, not but... individuals yes, that I, that I'm talking about here. It's the postal service at the federal level is what yes. I'm talking about. Because you can have great people that work locally and still be, you know, not working for all that wonderful. Yeah, that's, situation. That's, so that's capitalism. According to their own website, there, there there is a plan that they have that is going to hopefully reverse a projected one hundred sixty billion dollars in losses over the next decade. This is the postal service. This comes off of their website. So they have this new thing that they're calling "delivering for America." Their vision and 10 year plan to achieve financial sustainability and service excellence. Okay, that's the plan. And it sounds great. But when you take into consideration, they've been trying this for how many decades? Wow. Not this exact thing.
5: Not ex- that exact plan, but yeah. I but know, they've David. been
4: doing different things. You know, they're trying all of these different things that apparently are not working because they're still losing money. So then they they say, "Oh well, we're going to, you know, it's inflation, we're going to raise rates, blah blah blah." Really? Well, this plan that you have put into effect is going to cost money. They're going to do things like key capital investments. This plan includes $40 billion in capital investments over the next decade, which is over $15 billion more than in their base capital plan. So this new plan is even more money being spent for these plans than what they had originally anticipated. Yeah, we're the
5: ones that are going to foot the bill
4: well that's how it appears exactly Um, key capital investments twenty billion dollars towards mail and package processing network including UPS USPS facility space upgrades and procurement of new processing equipment okay so they're they're paying for that or we are okay <laughs> $19 billion towards the retail and delivery network, including upgrades to retail lobby spaces and acquisition of new, excuse me, next generation delivery vehicle fleet, which I'll get to that in a bit too. But it's supposed to be going all electric by 20 something, 2036, 2030 something. $2 billion in technology upgrades, including upgrades to major IT systems. So this is what they're doing. This is their plan to make it more streamlined, more reliable, more this, more bigger, better, faster. But the rate increases are due to inflation, according to their own website. Okay, Something to think about. We're going to take a quick break. Oh, we have a call. Okay. We're going to take a call. Our caller, you're on the Jackson Electric open line Friday. Go ahead.
9: Um, yes, I was calling about the uh, SAWS meeting that's coming up, and uh, or ex- essentially the public meetings dealing with SAWS. Uh, the Joint Powers Board, the SAWS Board, is is trying to move towards giving away the Sheridan Area Water Service system that's got $5 million in reserves, services 2,000 customers, and they're trying to, to basically just turn that over to the city administrator. Um, the city has already into saws for a borrow of around $700,000. So they're not even fiscally responsible enough to even manage their own end of it, but they want the county resident, county customer, to give over an entire system that's been built over 30 years on the backs of county customer. And the dates for these public meetings are going to be Tuesday, October 24th at 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. And then there'll be a second one on Monday, October 30th, 2023, uh, 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall again. And I would urge the customers that there's 2,000 of them that are county residents to come and be heard because you will have no representation on any of your bills increases or anything else with this saw system once the city has ownership of it. It's a joint powers board with three county commissioners and three city councilmen representing for a reason. It should not be in city ownership. Thank you.
4: Hey, caller, before you get off the line, can you give me the uh, date and location of that meeting again, please?
9: Uh, Yes. It'll be uh, Tuesday, October 24th, 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. And then it'll be the next meeting will be October 30th. 5.30 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. And this is being fast-tracked. Uh, the, the Joint Powers Board did not follow the agenda rules when they issued the dissolution. They did it three days before they, they announced the meeting, and uh, it should have been a minimum of five days to be on the agenda. Public's been kept in the dark on this for a reason, so I would urge the public to show up. Thank you.
4: All right, thank you. All right, caller, thank you so much, and if you get a chance and it affects you, hit the meeting. We'll come back right after this on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday.
1: Jackson electric and you'll see the light maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair maybe it's data system wiring irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair commercial residential industrial agriculture above ground below ground call Jackson electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan
2: it's hunting season. Make sure you invest in sunglasses that are specifically designed to give you the best vision possible. At iCare of the Bighorns, you'll find high-quality sunglasses specifically designed for activities you love. Gift certificates are available, and they carry styles from brand names like Maui Jim, Ray-Ban, and Costa Del Mar in both prescription and non-prescription lenses. Shop their in-stock inventory at iCare of the Bighorns, 1033 Coffin Avenue in Sheridan. Moss Holders wants to help
4: you improve your mornings. So right now, every mattress at Moss Holders is on sale. Once you find the perfect mattress, you can customize your comfort with special bonus buys. Get extra savings on adjustable foundations, which allow you to find your favorite sleeping position and reduce snoring. Select new pillows that will help keep you cooler and conform perfectly to your head and neck. Finally, get some new sheets that improve your overall sleep experience. Let Moss Holders help you have better mornings. That's Moss Holders Mattress Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion.
6: Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience,
4: you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196
6: for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. There is excitement from Wrangler taking place at all Shipton's Big R stores. If you're a John Party fan, come in and register to win a November 4th concert package at Metro Park in Billings. It includes concert tickets, Wrangler tops and jeans, Justin Boots, and Montana Silversmith's jewelry. Plus, meet and greet passes. Of course, you've got to look good. For a limited time, purchase a pair of Wrangler Retro Jeans and get a second pair for 50% off. Inspired by the Western Heritage Wrangler Retro Jeans jeans combine iconic features with contemporary washes and finishes. Your favorite pair of Wrangler retro jeans can be found at Shipton's Big R. Country artists like John Party and Lainey Wilson love Wrangler retro western wear too. Hurry in. All offers end October 22nd. Long live cowboys. Long live cowgirls! We hope you're one of three winners for a John Party date night concert package. It's available now at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan.
4: Jackson Electric open line Friday. Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and we're discussing all kinds of stuff today, which is good. We've had callers calling in and discussing things that they would like to. If you have something you want to talk about, six seven four. 4443 or six seven two five seven six three. You can talk about something that you want to touch on. Or we, run, can... we
5: run the gamut of issues.
4: Exactly. This Just because we have a topic does yeah. not mean that that's all we're going to talk about. It's what we're going to talk about. But if you want to talk about something yeah, else. Yeah, if anyone you know wants
5: that. to call in and talk about whatever. Aliens, whatever. I don't
4: care. Anyway. So... That's what we're talking about. The poll question, have you got it up there, Ron?
5: Again? Yes, I do. The first Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question with the recent increase in postal rates and proposed increases in 2024, are you using snail mail more or less or the same? And uh, overwhelmingly, it was about the same, 57%. Uh, well, I guess not overwhelmingly, 39 said less. And I, you know, I would fall into the less. I still do use the postal service. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, there's been some bad things that have happened over the years, but I've actually had some really good service from the Postal Service as well. I, I mean, it's just how it is. You know, Nothing is perfect. We no. live in an imperfect world.
4: No, I agree. I just think that overall, you know, when you talk about when we were kids, like I said, you know, you could send a letter across town. And I think there's thing, maybe they'll get there yes. again. I, I, Who knows? But there are certain things like if you, if, if I want to pay a bill to City Hall, if I want to pay my whatever, city bill, you know, water, electric, whatever, water, whatever, um, water, garbage, anything. utilities, listen. utilities, right. So I'm sending this across town. I don't, I just go down and drop it in the box. But if, let's say for the sake of argument, I did that, it's got to go to Casper to get processed, to come back before. Now with a bill, I don't care. Right. But if I wanted to send a postcard to my girlfriend or, you know, a friend across town. Birthday
5: card, your dad or your mom, you know, that type of thing. Right. You want it to get there by a certain time. Right.
4: Then all of a sudden it's four days to process it to get to to go across
5: town. The thing's all over uh, the state getting its wings before it comes back (laughs) to where it's supposed to go. Yes. (laughs) Nobody in Casper cares. It's it's kind of insane, honestly, for a lack of better term.
4: It is. We had so, I had so much more to constitute talk about on this but suffice it to say the the postal rates are coming again uh, increase again in January and i think that hopefully if all of these plans that they have in place are implemented i hope to heaven that it actually improves service i really do so we'll see we have a caller and we've got a few minutes left here before we get things wrapped up so caller you're on the Jackson Electric open line friday go ahead
7: Thank you. Good I morning. just wanted to put, put a plug in for uh, the mail.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: What people don't think, it's, part of the problem is supply and demand. I mean, how many people nowadays do pay their bills online? How oh, many people now send Christmas or uh, uh, birthday cards with funny motion through their Internet? The volume of what the Postal Service does now has gone down drastically because of that, and that's money lost. Uh, But yet, and I understand the local, the local thing I don't understand, and I had heard a rumor, I don't know if it's true, and I'm sorry for the Postal Office if I say this wrong, that if you have a local letter or something if you gave it to uh to them inside at the post office it can stay local i don't know as opposed to going to casper and all
4: i honestly don't know that either i just know that you know and i usually drop things at the at the drop box at the post office where i live and i have actually gone in if i got to go buy stamps or whatever i'll put it in the in in the inside slot as well. And from what I can tell, all of these things are going through Casper. I don't know about Sheridan, but at you, least it, in Buffalo it, it does. It just
5: seems extremely inefficient to do
4: it that way. It does. I, I
5: know that they'll come back with whatever, you know, contracts, yada yada yada, but it's just when you're losing money and you have to send something out of town to get it across town that...
4: Eh. And the and the thing is, like like the caller said, if it's volume, I, yes, i'm I'm absolutely convinced that the volume has gone down in the yes. last twenty thirty of course years it has. It, it, we all know that. We live in a digital but, world right. But also, I think a lot of that is people are starting to move away from the postal service because of the inefficiency, lack of services right or yeah. or you know the not being up to par. So as far as this plan that the Postal service has here, it looks good on paper. It really does. And I hope they're trying something. So that's good. At least they're not sitting back going, well, you know, we just need more money and, you know, just we're going right, to keep doing right. this stuff the way they're trying something. So kudos to them for that. And I hope it works.
5: Well, and I'm glad earlier, Aaron, I want to touch on this. You said that, you know, this is not a knock against the postal worker employees. Not at all. I mean, we literally have a gem of a, a male lady.
4: Mm-hmm. For la- I mean, male woman. I, I don't right. know how to, you know. I've used the Postal Service and or Postal Office. I've been to that in Sheridan. They're great as well. Same as Buffalo. I don't have a problem locally at all. That'll do it for this week's show. Ron Richter will be the head dude in charge next week. I'm on vacation. See you later, Ron. Arrivederci. See ya.
1: the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home? wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan.
3: I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Sports.
1: Tommy hi! Or should I say howdy hi? Uh, what? Do you know that I've been told it sounds like I'm saying howdy hi instead of Tommy hi? Honestly, I kind of like the sound of that better.
3: Uh Howdy hi! I like the sound of that too.
1: Well come say howdy hi to our new showroom at Sheridan Sports. We'll be giving away oil changes, accessories, and $500 in chamber bucks to celebrate our remodel. No purchase necessary, just stop in, say hi, and enter
3: to win. Say howdy hi to the team at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports and enter for your chance to win. Christmas is right around the corner. So let Legacy Diamond and Gems help you create your own unique custom design jewelry. But don't procrastinate. The deadline's November 1st for guaranteed Christmas delivery. Their professional staff can help you create a piece of jewelry that leaves your loved one speechless. Need ideas? See some of their fine jewelry online for inspiration at Legacy diamondgems.com Stop by their temporary location at 17 East Louges between P.O. News and the Chocolate Tree. That's Legacy Diamond and Gems in downtown Sheridan. Your search for office
10: supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at sheridancommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 broadway or the digital office store at sheridancommercial.com the sheridan commercial company and office supply store is your partner open seven days a week
4: Cowboy football returns to War Memorial Stadium to host the Colorado State Rams in the Border War on Friday, November 3rd. Kickoff is set for 6 p.m. and it's military appreciation, so bring the family and enjoy an action-packed Friday in Laramie. Get your tickets at goyo.com or call 307- 766-7220.
10: We'll see you at the war on November 3rd. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com. The Sheridan Commercial Company and Office Supply Store is your partner. Open seven days a week.
6: 103.9 FM is News Talk 930. KROE.